Hey, technology, is it working for us this time? Let's hope it we is. We are. We're live. Hey, you know what? This is the great thing about podcasting, right? Because it's just real life. That's what I was saying. You can hear me. I can hear you. But I was saying to everyone, I was saying, look, um, I was waiting on the line. So I thought I'd take a quick bite of this energy bar. And salt law, <laughs> we connected just as I did. And I yeah. think everyone heard you saying, you're having lunch. It doesn't sound good, my friend. But then I'm thinking, <laughs> does it matter whether we sound good or not? Because in life... Nothing's perfect, right? And this is my segue into kids. Kids aren't perfect. So I don't know how we can explain to dads-to-be. When you have your baby, right, this is how life will be, right? It will not be perfect, right? Um, are you still with me, Damien? I'm, I'm listening yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it's about time you and I became controversial. So we'll see if we agree on this point. Carry on. Right, so this is it. So we're living in a bullshit era of influencers but a lot of car companies for instance are now realizing they get paid for telling people that things are good right they've realized the public isn't stupid they've realized one thing right the public actually understands that these people are only saying they're good because they're paid to say they're good so influencers don't influence as much as they used to it's all coming around full circle again and let's not mm -hmm. forget the media fq included 20 years old it is this year was the original influencer. Journalists have always been the original influencers. We've always tried, but we've done it through a more credible means. We've done it through being trained. I was trained in broadcast journalism. Did a postgraduate in it. I've always worked with fellow journalists who are all trained in journalism. There's a big difference. There's a big reason why I think real journalism still works. It's because we try and be fair. We try and be impartial. And like podcasting, like we're doing now, I think people appreciate the rawness of it. I really do. And I think that we're just two dads who are kind of mosing our way through life. We do our best. But guess what? This is coming back to my original thing about perfection. Mm. Influencers paint a picture of, oh, fluffy, lovely baby. It's awesome. Look at me and my wife having an awesome time traveling with our baby in our cot. You know, the reality is, guys, it's shitty nappies, sleepless nights, stress. But guess what? It's still beautiful. That's my take on it. Well, yeah, I think, as you say, that that, that is um, one one take, and I believe you. Uh, I believe I agree with you on you know as far as influencers are concerned, or how some of them promote themselves and some of them don't. Some influencers very much paint the very realistic picture of realism, which is why people tap into them. So I know my daughters, you know, they follow various people who are doing makeup, or they uh, are following people who have weight issues, and they love the fact that they're doing their before and after, and that they're keeping it really real with no makeup on and not wearing the best clothes. And it's not about how they look from a fashion point of view, but really about the struggle of weight gain and weight loss and that various things of that nature. So there is a realism. And I've asked the question, why do you follow them? And really real. That person is keeping it real. We believe them as opposed to someone, as you just said, painting a fluffy picture. Um, that life is perfect and that um, all the pictures uh, and the images that they use are completely false with all the best lighting, etc. So I believe our podcast, what we've always wanted to do is to really have it from a conversational point of view and to keep it real um, and that we're not you know we're not pre-programmed like i don't i don't know what subject we're going to talk about so we're talking off the cuff about our experiences or whatever's going on in the world at that particular point and how we can help maybe some fathers be a little bit more vocal in um 
their approach to what they're going through because we haven't as fathers always been and talk and discuss the variety of things that go on in our world as far as being a man being a dad being a young father an older father um and the issues that come with it where we found that women and mothers network so much more and discuss these issues and therefore a problem shared is a problem halved or quartered or eighth or whatever you want to call it right exactly exactly And now the perfection side of life doesn't exist, right? Mm. And so it makes me laugh that influence even try and make people like my children, who are two of them are teenagers, believe, you know, so my son's got ginger hair. Dad, it, Dad, is ginger hair a bad thing to have? I was, someone took the piss out of me at school today. Is it bad? I've got freckles. Is it bad? I went, no, it's not bad. You are you, right? You are you. And just chill the hell out. I said, at school, we used to get bullied maybe now and again if you were at school, maybe you were at a club or whatever, but hey, you didn't get it online. Nowadays, unfortunately, the media, not just online media, because we're part of that, but social media is a wonderful thing in many ways. It can help people, like you said, about, oh, look, this is me looking bad. This is the reality of me getting up with spots on my face. This is me now with makeup on. But guys, I just want to show you the real me. That's cool, that kind of stuff. But when you've got this constant fake fakery i think that's not good for children's mental health or adults mental health but here's the thing none of us need or have to watch it but it's all around us isn't it so it's almost well, inescapable you know well i think the problem the problem is is that we're dealing with you know two generations that have been able to cope without uh social media and the impact of social media which we've spoken about a lot and the changes that this generation are going through in how they leave, live their life. You go out and you, you go to a restaurant and you see the young people. Actually, you could be sitting next to your friend. They'll still be discussing and having a conversation online rather than to talk to each other, for example. Or the only way to find a service these days where we used to use the yellow pages and flick through paper. Now you can do it online or via Instagram or via Facebook. And, and technology has moved on. However, the social impact of social issues have increased in not necessarily a positive way for social media uh, or in social media. And, and that is where our generation is trying to say, look, social media, things like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc., isn't always the way you should source your information or your recommendations um, in terms of how you how you find products, how you find a serviceman, how you build something, make something, etc. There are things that, as you said, as a trained journalist, your, your, your route to market was to find out the data and research and take an unbiased approach. You can inform the reader. Um, of, of a point of view and then the reader then use that point of view in order to go and to, to make their choice as informed choice about what they want to do about said service or um, advice opinion whatever they want to purchase or buy or use so and that's and that you're quite right now we have uh, people who aren't professionals making a tremendous amount of money from YouTube and Instagram because they've found a route to a huge amount of followers without any accreditation and now major brands think that is the only route in order to shortcut spending money in traditional forms that we used to have, newspapers and magazines, above and below the line advertising. And as a result of that, sometimes maybe Joe Public is getting cheated. 
and I think this is where we can come in nicely with FQ magazine because, yeah, we are a digital outlet. Yes, we were print, but you know what? People can relax and know that we are actually journalists. We are media professionals. And yeah, okay, we will look at reviews. We will look at buggies. We will look at strollers, car seats, all sorts of things. But you know what? We try and do it and we try and sort of be fair. We don't just concentrate on one brand, one issue, for instance. We try and look at different brands in, in the same issue. So, you know, we give this fair kind of, we're not being paid. No one's paying us to say X or Y is great. We're just right. putting them in there. And also this podcast right now, this medium of podcasting is really just sort of a, a branch away from radio, isn't it? It's just a small, tiny sort yeah. of radio broadcast that we're doing which has been around a long time. And I think the medium of radio has, has always been a, a very strong medium. That's what I started off in, actually. But I think the car has a big uh, job to play there, a big part to play there. People have always listened to the radio in their cars. It can be your friend. This podcast, all right, you have to, a bit like TV, it's on demand now. You have to find us. And by, by the way, if you want to find us, just type in FQ Magazine uh, or <coughs> FQ uh, Magdads. And uh, you can find us on uh, Apple, Spotify or Anchor or indeed any, any uh, podcasting platform. But I mean, look, we're not being professional here in the sense that we've scripted this. I have, like you said earlier, I haven't told you what we're going to talk about. But, you know, there is this underlying sort of thing that, look, we don't even need to say it again, really, we are both dads and I think our biggest passion I'd speak for you here I might be completely wrong Damien but I think our biggest passion in life is probably our children and our love for them and the fact that we do want to promote fathers you know it's something that we are not being paid to do no one said to you or to me please please talk about fatherhood we'll pay you loads to talk about how awesome it is we're not doing that we're telling you about that shitty end of the stick as well, because it is. If you've never had a baby, believe you me, there'll be lots of that around. And I mean, poo in nappies. But equally, you just you'll blow your mind. It's going to be difficult. The hardest thing you've ever done, but the most wonderful thing you've ever done. So I don't want to sort of scare people into thinking, oh, my God, this image of fatherhood and parenting isn't isn't fluffy. What do you mean? Well, it isn't, but here we are. You've got grown-up children, and you've also got a very young child like I have. Isn't it an adventure? Is that a bit pretentious to say that? Would you agree, Damien? It is an adventure all the way through their childhood, isn't it? Even into their adulthood with them. Um, I think I think part of the bigger, the bigger picture from what you're saying is, look, fathering, like mothering or any kind of parenting is a really responsible job. Long time. 